And it's a big welcome back to Sports Talk to Tony Johnson. We like you so much, we thought we'd buy the company. G'day, TJ. Big night ahead for the uh, New Zealand Sevens side, finally getting through to that elusive gold medal match, and oh, how they did it. Welcome to the show. Yeah, cheers, mate. It was a clinical performance. I, I thought tactically it's one of the best uh, conceived and executed game plans You know, against a very efficient Great Britain team. Um, you know, Dan Norton obviously got a bit of star power there, but quite similar sorts of teams. But, you know, the way they controlled the ball, uh, it, was, it was pretty good. It bodes well for the final, but, man, that Fiji team, they're going to take an awful lot of beating. Yeah, yeah, they are. Let's look back at this New Zealand side, though, and what they achieved. I think their ball retention, the way they held the ball, I don't know how many passes and phases they went through before they scored that first try, but that said a lot about their patience and their execution, didn't it, TJ? Well, two minutes 15 to hold the ball in sevens is remarkable. Uh, they were helped by the fact that Great Britain was strangely passive. They didn't really challenge them at the tackle, didn't challenge them at the breakdown, didn't, not, don't really have a bunch of, of big men. I, I expect that uh, Fiji will be different. I mean, uh, they've got a couple of guys in that team that are just massive, um, the way they cannon into bodies and stuff. So, you know, I think they'll probably be looking to avoid breakdowns, but they just recycled the ball well there. Handling was good. I think I only recall one duff pass that was uh, shelled. I think Joe Weber it was. He was stooping for it. The ball, uh, he, he missed it, but the uh, whistle went for a penalty anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh, but I just thought, you know, Clay, uh, Clark Laidlaw got his, got his plan right, and the execution was sensational. I've got to say, uh, Scott Curry, having him fully fit makes a huge difference to this New Zealand side. And the other guy who's really stood out for me is Andrew Newstub, the, the playmaker and the, the man that carved that beautiful uh, patu that you see them raising in the huddle uh, before the start of the game every time. So what has to change tactically, if anything, ahead of this game against Fiji? What tweaks do you think Laidlaw will make? I think he'll still be going for, for more of the same. Uh, I think discipline, composure, retention of the ball, those are the keys. If you give Fiji turnover ball, they'll burn you. So they've, they've got to hang on to the ball. They've got to get a hold of it. And, you know, so much of it at this tournament has really um, rested on what you do at the kickoff. Uh, teams that can get the ball back, that they're, they're, they're so accurate now with their kicks from the restart. I mean, the try that Dillian, uh, Dylan Collier got was just amazing. Um, and so, you know, variety of kicks. So you've got to secure the ball if it's being kicked to you and you've got to give your chases every chance if you're the one doing the kicking. And if you can secure possession, then, that you know, that you're already on the way. Um, so I think they'll try and frustrate Fiji by denying them the ball. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether they change their tactics, whether they try and do anything to, to rattle the Fijians. There, there, there's a risk there. Um, the refereeing, uh, it has been uh, wildly inconsistent, I have to say, um, over certain aspects of, of the game, particularly the breakdown. Um, but the, the, they're certainly being very strict on the discipline side of it. And I think that's that's the key for New Zealand. If, if any team loses their discipline, they tend to lose the match. Although uh, we had a glaring example of, of the opposite last night. I don't know whether you caught that Argentina match against South Africa. Uh, you know, five on the field still managing to win, but you can't really expect to do that every time. As far as Fiji's go, you touched on it before, TJ, with their, their physicality, and they will attack it a lot more at the breakdown. What else are your expectations around the, the defending gold medalists? Well, the thing about Fiji is that they're on a mission. Uh, and, and, you know, while they've got the weight of a whole country on their shoulders, uh, they, they know it's unconditional support. 
Um, but they know that Fiji's going through a really tough time at the moment, and they know what a booster gold medal would give them. Uh, they play with a lot of emotion, uh, that, but they seem to be able to channel it really positively. I, I just you got to love their captain, Jerry Tuwai. He, he is a, just a fantastic player and a fantastic person. And, uh, you know, the, he's the only survivor of Rio. You, you wouldn't think that they've completely changed their team out the way they play. Uh, but no, no, if, you, if they start, you know, getting the ball and offloading it, dead in a lungy, guys like that, they, you know, stand in the tackle and, toss the ball around like it's, you know, a loaf of bread. Mate, if you really wanted to put me on the spot, I would say that I, to me, I think, let's be realistic about it. Fiji are the, the most fantastic sevens players, and they go into the final as favourites. No question about that, but it's New Zealand they're playing. I think they tend to view games against New Zealand in a different light, and New Zealand, if they can come up with a plan and execute it efficiently, then they are a definite chance to win 